Welcome to the Fundamental Baptist Podcast. There are many types of Baptists, but being a Baptist once meant that you were a fundamentalist. Over the years, many Baptists have strayed from the fundamentals and thus attack those who remain true to the faith. This podcast will address the issues surrounding what it means to be a fundamental Baptist. Somebody said, Brother House, fundamentalists are changing, aren't they? No, fundamentalists don't change. Folks quit being fundamentalists. God says when the troubles come, He said fight. You can't fight. He said withstand. You can't withstand. He said stand. What does it mean to stand? He said don't change. What? Don't change what? Number one, don't change what you believe. Here we will reason concerning the scriptures about the doctrines we hold dear. We believe in souls being saved, lives being changed, and Bible doctrines being strengthened by the Word of God. We believe in the local church, soul winning, missions, and everything taught in the King James Bible. I thank God tonight for this wonderful Bible. You know, I I thank God it's a perfect book, and I, I love the Bible. Doesn't need any addition, no correction, nothing taken from it. Thank God tonight for the Holy Bible. I like it just like it is. We are not ashamed of being fundamental Baptists, and we want to encourage others to remain true to the Bible, their Baptist heritage, and to not change what they have been given. You just stick with the book. You can't beat this book. Why does every generation feel that we got to change it just a little bit because our daddy did it fast with and our granddaddy did it like that, and let's change it just a little bit. You change it, and things that are different are not the same. The same commit thou to faithful men. Thank you for joining us in our discussion of what it means to be a fundamental Baptist. Hello and welcome, David Baker. Welcome to the Fundamental Baptist Podcast. Hey, we're glad that you're here. Um, got a request in the other day. Someone asked about lordship salvation. What about lordship salvation? We've talked about repentance in an earlier session. We've talked about the straight and narrow way to rightly divide the word of truth. We've talked about um, calling someone Lord, Lord, um, and uh, but yet they're not going to go to heaven. How come? Because they did not trust only Jesus to save us. And so we talked about some of these things. So lordship salvation, what is that? Lordship salvation is, listen carefully, a false doctrine and a false teaching. If you've ever heard anyone say, have you made Jesus Lord of your life? Um, what is that? Okay. You have to make him Lord. If you don't make him Lord, you're not going to go to heaven. They say things like, if you've not made him Lord of all, he's not Lord at all. Okay. Uh, what does that mean? If you're still doing things that you're not supposed to be doing, then you have not made him Lord. You need to make him Lord. Lord means master. He needs to be the master of your life. If you have not made him Lord, then you're not saved. That's what they say. And it's called Lordship Salvation. Listen carefully. It is a false doctrine false doctrine. It is not the gospel. Second Corinthians 11, 4, for if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit which ye have not received, or another gospel which ye have not re- accepted, ye might well bear with him. This false doctrine, this other gospel, it's a mess, okay? Um, no one, quote, has ever made him Lord of their life. There's no verse in the Bible that says to make him Lord of your life, okay? I looked up all the verses that had make and Lord in it together. There's not one verse that says that. It is, according to the Bible, another gospel. If they say you have to make him Lord of your life to be saved, that is a works salvation. You're having to do something besides trust only Jesus to save us. Listen, we're sinners. 
There's a penalty for that sin that's hell. Jesus loved us, died, buried, and rose again to pay that hell for us. And if we'll trust, believe on, call upon the Lord Jesus Christ, then we shall be saved. Okay, so understanding this, anything that's not that is a false doctrine and gospel. Galatians 1 verse 6, I marvel that you're so soon removed from him that called you under the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert, twist, mess up the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. That's how strong God says, well, how come? What are you doing? They're troubling them. They're stirring them up. They're confusing them. They're messing with them. If you've not made him Lord of all, oh, no, no. Here this evangelist comes into a church and preaches his lordship salvation. Have you sinned lately? If you've sinned lately, if you've not made him Lord of your life, then you're not saved. You need to make him Lord. <gasps> okay. And they get people scared. They trouble them which is not another, but there be some that trouble you. And there are people that trouble you with this false doctrine. Listen, I'm a pastor and I understand wanting people to live right and to be holy and to do what they're supposed to do. I understand that, but you do not use false doctrine to get them to do that. Uh, preach on meeting Jesus at the judgment seat of Christ and having to give an account of ourselves. Amen. Preach on the rewards that we could have or the loss of rewards when God tries our work to see whether what sort it is. There's lots of scripture and purpose we can teach and preach to help people to live right and to do right, but scaring them with a false doctrine that you're not saved because you've not made him Lord of all is heresy. And God said, let him be accursed. That's how strong that is. What they say is you have to make a commitment to Christ when you get saved. Commitment. You're going to what? Okay. You're going to live for him all the time and never disobey, live for him all the time and never fall, live for him all the time and never sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. So if we are sinning, then have we made him Lord of all? Oh, we're not saved. Then guess who's saved? With that doctrine, nobody, nobody. Pharisees think they're saved, okay? But nobody is saved if that's the doctrine. So what does the Bible say? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Listen carefully to this. He is the Lord. You cannot make him Lord. He is the Lord. You cannot make him Lord. We're going to make this man king. We're going to make Jesus king. He is king. You can't make him. And you can't make him be king before the time. They tried that in the Bible. You can't make him Lord. He is. You can't make him king. He is. Okay, now here's one place where they get it from Luke six forty six. And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Is that okay? Of course it is. It's Bible. Jesus said it. Hey, if you're going to call me Lord, Lord, shouldn't you do what I say? But do we have to do what He says to be saved? Oh yeah, you got to. Okay, be therefore perfect, even as even uh, that which is your Father's perfect. Okay, so we got to be perfect to go to heaven. Well, no, you said we have to obey him. That's what he said. Well, that perfect means complete. Okay, are you complete? Um, uh, you have to be complete to go to heaven? It's crazy. We're adding works to salvation. Yes, we should do the things that he says. And yes, when we call him Lord, Lord, we should do the things that he says. And here's his illustration. The next verse, it says, And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will save him? 
No, I will show him, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built an house and dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the floods arose and the streams beat vehemently upon, vehemently, sorry, vehemently upon that house and could not shake it for it was founded upon a rock. Okay, so we trust Christ as our Savior. He is the Lord Jesus Christ. We trust him now. Should we do what he says? Absolutely. And the closer we do what he says, the better house and foundation we're going to build and have here on this earth. Okay, understand, you can't make him Lord. He already is the Lord. Now, understand, Lord Jesus Christ, what that is. Lord, um, that describes who he is. He's master. Okay, he's master. He is the Lord. Okay, Lord means master. Um, Jesus, okay, what is that? Jesus, that's his name. His name shall be called Jesus. Okay, so Lord is master. Jesus, that's his name. And what's Christ? Oh, that's his last name. No, it's not. Um, That's describing him. Christ is Messiah. Emmanuel, God with us. When you said the Lord Jesus Christ, he's master, his name is Jesus, and he's Messiah. That's what it said. Can you make him that? No, he already is that, okay? Listen carefully to this logic. He is the master, that's his role, and we are the servant. The only difference is, are you a wicked and slothful servant or a good and faithful servant? The role's still the same. He is the master, he is the Lord, and we are the servant, the Lord of that servant. That's the term that it uses. He is the Lord. We are the servant. The only difference is, are you a good and faithful servant to receive a crown or are you a wicked and slothful servant? That's it. Hey, God said we're soldiers. Uh, we are to endure hardness as a what? Good soldier. You're a soldier, whether you realize it or not. The only difference is whether you're a good soldier or a bad soldier. <laughs> and by the way, he's the commander in chief. You can't make him commander in chief. He is a commander in chief. And then you just decide whether you're going to be a good soldier or a bad soldier. I was in the military. Once you, <laughs> once you signed and uh, and uh, made your vow and your commitment, guess what? You're a soldier now. The only difference is you're going to be a good, obedient soldier. Or you're going to be a bad soldier, but you're still a soldier. Hey, guess what? We are the children. He is the father. That's the role. You can't make him father. <laughs> I can't make my dad my father. He is. It's only my choice whether I'm a good and obedient child or a disobedient child. The relationship does not change. He is the Lord. He is a commander in chief. He is the father. He is all that. Okay. We don't make him that. He is that. He is the Lord, the master, the commander. We are the servant and the soldier and the child. We just decide whether we're going to be good and obedient or wicked and slothful. That's it. You can't make him that. Now, when we obey him, there's things we can do. John 15, 14. You're my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Hey, you want to be a friend and close to Jesus? Then do what he says. Uh, Luke 14, 27. Whosoever does not bear his cross and come after him, he cannot be my disciple. Okay, you got to bear your cross. You got to be willing to leave all and follow him to be his disciple. But he didn't say that to be saved. To be saved, what's that? That's believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Now, if you don't believe he's master, and you don't believe he's Messiah, and you just believe on some person named Jesus, no, he won't save you. That's why the Mormon Jesus can't save you. Um, That's why the New Age Jesus can't save you, because they're not believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. They're believing on Jesus, another Jesus that is not God, that is not master, that is not the Messiah. That one can't save you. Okay, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, when you start trying to look at the Bible to prove <laughs> Lordship salvation, you got a problem. David, hello, adultery, murder. 
He, he didn't lose the salvation. He lost the joy of his salvation, but he's still saved. Uh, did David make him Lord of his life? <laughs> How about Noah? Got drunk. How about Peter? Cursed, swore, denied Christ, quit the ministry. Did he make him Lord? Did he make him Lord? Um, how about Lot? Selfish, friends of this world. Um, how about Nicodemus? Demas had forsaken me, having loved this present world. I think Nico, once he lost the leadership um, as the leader, then his name was Demas. Was he saved? Believes on the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, what happened? Love this present world and left. Does it mean they're not saved if they didn't, quote, make him Lord? No. And no one has ever perfectly made him Lord of their life, obeying in everything, okay? If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. It is amazing how people bring up this lordship salvation. If you've not made him Lord of all, he's not Lord at all. You're not saved. No. There it says, to save people in First John 1, we have sins. And if you say you haven't, you make him a liar and his word is not in us. No, we're sinners. He is the Lord. Uh, but that does not change that. The next verse says, my little children, these things write I unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. No. God doesn't want us to sin, and we should stop all the things that we can in our life. We should work on that besetting sin. Um, we should work on those things, absolutely, and get victory over those, absolutely. But your salvation is not determined upon how much you sin. Your salvation is determined upon whether you trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior who paid for your sins. Let's say you commit 100,000 sins in your life, but I'm doing better. I think I'm only going to commit 80,000. <laughs> oh, good for you. Guess what? You're still a sinner. You still deserve hell, and you've not made him Lord of all, okay? In this sin, in this flesh, we will battle that. It's interesting in Romans 12, save people, brethren. I beseech you therefore, brethren, save people by the mercy of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Do you realize how many things in the Bible you don't have to have if the second you get saved, he is, you have made him Lord of your life? That wouldn't need to be in there. To present our bodies, you've already done that. Renew your mind. Don't be conformed to the world. Why would he say all that when you've already saved and made him Lord? Okay. Teaching, you have to make him Lord of your life in everything, in every area. To be saved is a false doctrine. Paul, look at Paul, greatest Christian. We can look at his life that ever lived outside Jesus. Look at his battle between the spirit and the flesh. Things I don't want to do, I do. The things I do, I don't want to. Uh, wow. He said he was chief of sinners is right now. He said, I've not yet apprehended. I've not arrived. He said, Oh, wretched man that I am. That's the apostle Paul. Oh, I'm sorry, but you've made him Lord. You Pharisee, you hypocrite. God hates that. Realize we're all sinners and be humble before God. Try to be the best soldier and the best servant and the best child of God that you can. But we are all going to fall short as long as we're in this flesh. Do not preach some confusing, have you sinned lately? Uh, if you have not turned from all your sins, if you've not made him Lord of all, you're not saved. Stop that. Heresy, garbage is what it is. Salvation is believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. The most simple 
beautiful story. Here's a man that was a malefactor. He's getting crucified for his sins. He mocks Jesus earlier. Read the story. Both of them mocked him. But he watched Jesus as he talked to his father, as he told mom, this is your new son, son, this is mom to take care of, as he loved and forgave the people that crucified him. One of the thieves, malefactors, looked at Jesus and realized he is who he said, who he, said he was. He's God. Lord, remember me when thou enterest into thy kingdom. Did he make him Lord of all? <laughs> no, he's getting the crucifixion. Cross, he's dead, he's dying. Did he make him Lord? No. He said, Lord, remember me. He is the Lord. He realized that and accepted. He was a sinner and deserved hell and called upon the Lord and asked him to save him. Jesus told him today, thou shalt be with me in paradise. What a beautiful thing. Don't make it confusing. Make it simple. It's Jesus. You want to help people to live right? Then preach the devil out of them, (laughs) okay? Uh, Find biblical ways and stories and truths to help them to live right and motivate them to to live right. But do not preach false doctrine and heresy in order to quote, they really got saved. By the way, how do you really get saved? (laughs) And that lady's pregnant. But that one over there, she's really pregnant. Excuse me? (laughs) You're either pregnant or not, okay? Um, Are you, man, man, they really got saved. What does that mean? You're either saved or you're not. There's no such thing as another category of really getting saved, okay? Please stop that. That's garbage. That's heresy. It's not right. We're not helping anybody. We're confusing and hurting people. God calls it another gospel. God bless and have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Fundamental Baptist Podcast. If you have any questions, you can email us at thefundamentalbaptistpodcast at gmail.com.